Hi friends, thank you for tuning in to episode one, season two of the Let's Roam There podcast. I'm Michelle Peters, and on this podcast, we talk about travel, lifestyle, and mental health. As we step into 2022, I want to wish everyone a safe new year. Please be safe out there. On this episode, I'm joined by Kurt from Under the City Lights. He is based in Los Angeles, and we talk about what's going on in LA. We talk about the Wu-Tang Clan and more. So let's get into it with Kurt from Under the City Lights. How are you? Doing wonderful. Great. And I wouldn't miss it. As soon as you asked, I was like, okay, I'm on there. Yes, because we are linked on Instagram. And one of the reasons why I started Let's Roam There was because I wanted to have conversations with people that I actually engage with and follow on Instagram. And I think you and I have been linked on Instagram for like maybe two years now. Yeah, it's been We've a been, while. Um, it's been a while. Yeah, right. it's been a and long while. <laughs> yeah, and I've learned so much about you over the past two or three years because I started my travel page in 2018 and I think you and I started following each other around that time. You know, I learned so much about you and and one thing I have to say, I know, and I have to ask you, are you from the East Coast originally? No, no, I'm from here, from born and raised in Los Angeles. Wow, because I know you have a couple of teams on this side that you're actual fan, you're a fan of the Dolphins, I think. That is correct. and, and the, the Knicks, Knicks, which blows my mind. Right? <laughs> I know. I, like, because I'm from New York, and I'm a Knicks fan and a Jets fan. Wow. Yeah, and you know the history between the Dolphins and the Jets. I don't, you know. Oh, yeah. It's just uh, always. Yeah. It's not yeah, pretty. Let's so... just say that. <laughs> <laughs> so when I learned you were a Dolphins fan, I was like, wow, because I knew you lived in L.A., but I wasn't sure if you were, you were born and raised there. So... It's very interesting that you have teams on the East Coast that is there any other teams on the East Coast that you're a fan of? No, just just the Dolphins and the Knicks. I'm yeah. from L.A., but I don't like the Dodgers. I don't like the Angels. I just don't like them. I like San Francisco <laughs> for the West Coast. The Giants. Right. The Giants. That's yeah. yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's that. That's it. I don't like no one else. <laughs> have you attended a game on the East Coast? Oh, yeah. Oh, all the time. All the time. Okay. Yeah, normally me and my best friend, we fly back to go watch uh, the Knicks play Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, or we'll go to the baseball game because he likes baseball. So we'll go to a baseball Mm -hmm. game, either the Mets or the Yankees. So we've done that over the years. I mean, like a long time. Oh, wow. That's so cool. That's very interesting. I think my brother, he was in L.A. back in September and he went to a Dodgers game. Right. So but he's a huge Yankee fan. But I guess just because he was on that side, he figured he, you know, experience a game on that side, too. Oh, for sure. You got to do that. Yeah. So listen, there's a lot going on in California. Just recently with the whole governor recall election to just the out of control stuff going on in San Fran with the shoplifting and even in your backyard, the homeless numbers have gone up. Right. And so I was actually out in L.A. last year, the beginning of last year, and I did see some of it on Venice Beach. But I wanted to know from your perspective, since that's your hometown, what do you think? about what's going on and 
people who may have never visited LA or have not been there in a long time, what would you recommend or what are your feelings about what's going on in terms of tourism? Um, the tourism, I, I, it's still going on. They just don't go into the homeless. When they start seeing the homeless around, they tend yeah. to stay away from them. You know, just in there where they're kind of familiar or want to get familiar. Because there's a yeah. lot of places to eat out there. Uh, there's a few museums that people can go to. Um, mm-hmm. But they try not to go to the homeless where they're impact. Yeah, Skid Row area. Yeah. I remember when I was exploring downtown, I went into a T-Mobile store and the guy was like, well, you don't want to go in that direction. That's Skid Row. So it seems like businesses that are in the downtown area, they're telling people what areas to go in and where to stay away from. And I I had a great time in L.A., but again, it's just kind of sad to see everything that's going on. And I I just came back from Dallas not too long ago and I saw some of the effects with homelessness going on in downtown Dallas as well. Right. I think coupled with this, you know, COVID-19 and just the, just the numbers going up with homelessness, I think some people don't really want to travel as much as they used to. Right. So I just wanted to get your perspective on what's going on in LA. Now I did read that there's some tourist traps that people should stay away from. Right. Um, yeah, like the Hollywood Walk. Right. Thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely don't want to go down Hollywood Boulevard. It's great to see the stars and, and uh, Chinese theaters. Uh, I think it's called IMAX Theater. They just changed it. But yeah, just that that you definitely don't want to be caught up in. Mm. Is there any area, particular areas that you would recommend for people to explore? Maybe that's off the beaten path that you would say, hey, you should check out this area instead of going downtown? Yeah, I mean, we have cities all around here. If you, let's say, if you have a hotel in in downtown, I would tell you to go to Santa Monica. That would be a number one spot. Uh, Venice is cool, but you're coming into where the homeless embankment is, encampment, sorry, is located. Um, So, you know, you don't want to go too far south, um, but more... Santa Monica and and north on the uh, on the one freeway because you're on the beach side, so you'll see everything. And also Culver City's nice, Pasadena's light, nice, you hmm. know. And it's all within striking distance of downtown. Yeah, I actually walked from Venice Beach to Santa Monica Beach. It was like, I would say maybe like a forty-five minute walk. Right, right. It wasn't bad at all. The weather was really nice, and it was just a nice walk. And you're right. I did back then. I did see a lot of tents and stuff like that on Venice Beach. But as soon as I hit Santa Monica, uh-huh. it kind of like went it's away. A whole new world. <laughs> yeah, seriously, it's like that. I don't understand it myself, and I've lived here. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. You know, how can you allow one city to look like that and the city next door just totally opposite? Yeah. Yeah, I was shocked. I was amazed how quickly the scene changed. Right. You know, but no one bothered me. They don't mess with you or anything like that. But it was just so it was so surreal for me. I mean, I I visited. Um, it's been years since I, I was in L.A. Long, long time. So last year was my first time going back in decades. Oh, and, 
yeah and so to to walk through venice and then all of a sudden not see any homeless people i was like wait a minute you know <laughs> right. so but it is a very nice walk yeah and i took the train the oh yeah train. yeah yeah that's perfect i didn't even know there was a train like a, a resident told me i was walking around santa monica and he was like well you can catch a train and go downtown i'm like what a train now, regarding the vaccine, do you have to be um, vaccinated to go into restaurants? Right now, what they're doing is allowing people to come in, but you do have to show your vaccine card. Or if you're ordering to take out, they don't care. Right. But as long right. as, you, and you have to wear your mask, which okay. is crazy, but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So I guess <laughs> that applies to museums and. Correct. Uh, Okay. Correct. Not so much nightlife. A lot of places out here, once you're in, you're good. You just have mm -hmm. to walk in with your mask. So if mm -hmm. you're, um, you or anybody that's listening that comes here, you know, just know what to expect. If you're scared to take your mask off, you can wear it, but, mm -hmm. you know, you just look like an odd man out. Okay. I gotcha. And, and everything's cool. I mean, I go out you know, every Friday, Saturday night, um, right. because it's part of what I do. But yeah, everyone's back to normal, especially at a bar. Okay. Now, speaking of what you do, your website under the citylights.com, can you tell us what your website is about and what services you provide to people who visit your website? We are a directory for Los Angeles. So regarding restaurants, nightlife or events that are going on or upcoming you go to our website join it and then you'll be able to view comment like you know all that good stuff or okay. leave something but you will be able to we don't list all the restaurants or all the all the places mm -hmm. because we have to go there to visit so that mm -hmm. way we can write a true review of what we experience right. whether it's um you know, plush restaurant or mom and pop shop, you know, I don't know. You know, we just want to do something different on that mm -hmm. aspect, put our personal touch to it. Is there any specific country so far that has been your, your best experience? Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, I had the, the best time in uh, Europe over in, in Paris, Amsterdam, Okay. Um, throughout Italy. I mean, it's, I have not been to Africa, so I can't, you know, compare yeah. the two. Um, but right now, I would say, you know, Eastern Europe, um, mm -hmm. like I said, Paris and, and Italy. Okay. I have not been to Paris yet. It was on my list. I, I've been to Rome. Oh, um, cool. Nice. Yeah. Paris Beautiful. was on my list before this whole thing happened. And so now I just have to wait a little bit. But... Right. Um, <laughs> I don't know. To be honest with you, with this whole thing going on, I I just I'm normally the type of person that's willing to just ready to jump on a plane, but right. it's just I feel like I don't want to say I don't feel motivated, or maybe no. maybe that's the word I should use, but right. I just <laughs> right. it's just a lot, and it seems like every day there's something new popping up. It just kind of makes me feel like okay. I don't feel like doing yeah. that anyway. <laughs> uh, not, not today, not next week. Yeah, right. no, I, like I said, I feel that. I, I totally feel what you're saying. Yeah, and I think a lot of people feel the same way too. They kind of, 
it's you know it's like you feel deflated or like you know again I can't even believe I feel this way because I love traveling and I love exploring but I think now we're going into year two of this and it's just it it just seems like it's just one thing after another and and for me I'm like well you know, I just came back from Charlotte the other day and I had a great time. But a part of me is like, still, you have to wear a mask and you have to do this and you have to do that. Right. So, you know, that's just how I'm feeling right now. Hopefully things will turn around and I'll, I'll feel a little bit more motivated to move around. But no, a, a lot of you know what? <laughs> Honestly, a lot of people feel that way and I don't mm-hmm. blame them, but mm-hmm. I look at it as an opportunity. So. What I mean by that, if people aren't traveling around, then it's wide open for me. Well, that's you know? true. <laughs> and, and the cost will go down, you know. Now Absolutely. I can go to three places instead of one, you know. Absolutely. You're right. And it's about perspective, too. Right. You're absolutely right. So, so if you do have to get a shot, if you do have to jump on one one leg with your arm up, then I'll do it <laughs> just in order to get what I need. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> With that said, is there is there any cities on your radar for for next year in the U.S. that you wanna you wanna explore? Oh, good question. Um, yeah, actually, we're going to Chicago and to spend uh, like four or five days. Mm-hmm. Um, that one is is a must for me. I haven't been there since I was a kid, so I definitely want to go there and mm-hmm. check it out. Um, and then you know, of course, Miami, I can never get enough. Um, but when was the last time you've been to Miami? Oh, it's been about three years now. Oh, wow, yeah, okay, three and a half years. Yeah, Yeah. do you when you come here, do you where do you normally stay? Oh man, I I can't even tell you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, honestly, we stay where the cheapest hotel is, the less expensive, but. (laughs) It's got to look good, you know? Right, right. And that's what I mean about since people aren't traveling as much, they're not able to charge as much. That's So true. if we can get more bang for our buck, cool, let's do it. Right. I, I know the average person who comes to Miami or a person visiting for the first time, they always want to go to South Beach. Right. And I always tell people South Florida have so much more to offer. There's, listen, there's about... 30 miles of beaches in South Florida. So right. I tell people like South Beach isn't the only beach. Right. You have Hollywood here by Fort Lauderdale. You have Fort Lauderdale Beach. You have Dania Beach, Hallandale Beach. it's way beach. better. <laughs> and it's, I think it's better. I, I, that's my personal opinion. And it's a, it's a better experience, I right. think. Um, and so that's why I, I was curious to know where you stay, if it's in Miami or if you come up Fort Lauderdale way a little bit. Yeah, we've to- been down to Fort Lauderdale. But like I said, whatever's going to allow us to stretch our vacation out or mm-hmm. take multiples, then, then I'm all for that. Right, right. Because um, and, and, and I'll go back to what you said about there's other beaches, right? So that's what I was saying about here. Venice Beach is not too, you know, you know, it's homeless, but it's so gimmicky. Mm. Why don't you go to another other beaches where it's going to be less people, um, you know, less activity, 
but you're going to love it. You know, Huntington right. Beach, Redondo Beach. You know, we oh, have wow. other ones out here, too. Like you. Um, what about Manhattan Beach? What Manhattan do you think about? Beach, too. It's, they're all right there. Wow. They're all right there. Wow. I think my next trip, I'll, I'll definitely check out Manhattan Beach. And Long Beach is not too far from there, right? Yeah. No, it's not too far from there. Um, if you go to Manhattan Beach or Redondo or anything, you know, it's more, how can I say, classy, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's more upscale. Um, and then all, all the way down to Long Beach, Long Beach, uh, you got another tourist trap down there because uh, everyone likes to go to the uh, wharf down there. Oh. Uh, it's where the, all the eateries are and stuff like that. But okay. again, it's another tourist destination. Uh, there's If you go like five miles uh east of that mm-hmm. you're gonna get all the nice restaurants it's, got, it's all upscale it's, it's real nice oh wow one one question that i want to ask you because i did see you post something about one of my favorite hip-hop groups wu-tang clan <laughs> Yeah, for life, for life, for life. Have you been watching the Wu-Tang Clan series on Hulu? Yeah, actually, it's funny. Um, I didn't want to watch it because uh, it's different actors for, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, for their life character. Mm -hmm. You know, they're different looks. It's like, I didn't want to... I didn't want to watch it. I was like, oh, this is going to be bad. You know, right. uh, I like the real Wu-Tang. I, you know, I know them. I can relate to them. Right. And I've been to a lot of their concerts, so I couldn't imagine someone playing their role. Right. But I ended up breaking down and watching it, and I was just, I kind of binge-watched the first season. Oh, and man. Then I kind of took my time on the second season. I just finished it maybe um, middle of no- November. Yeah, I enjoyed the first season. And in my mind, I was like, okay, I know it is going to be a season two. But I honestly think season two was better than season one. Because that's when you start seeing them get into the production of the music. Correct. And, you know, RZA just being so... He was able to bring together eight or nine people, different personalities. Mm Mm-hmm. To all collaborate and get along with each other and right. create something that's just classic, right. you know. Without and a... so season two, I was I was hyped watching it, and I was like, you know, it made me just go out and listen to their music even more. <laughs> you know, right, right, for real, yeah. I think season two, and I'm I'm I can't wait to see what season three brings because the last episode was like all his stuff was flooded, his music was being, you know, damaged and right. so I'm I'm really looking forward to season three. But it was cool to see somebody else be fans of 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 them as well too. So when I saw that I was like, oh he's a Wu Tang fan. So <laughs> awesome. You know, like I said, I love LA. I'm all about LA. But mm-hmm. when it comes to certain things, you know, it just happens to be more New York mm. style. You know, okay. I don't know what it is, but it's just that type of flavor. Yeah, that, that as, I associate with. Is it the is it like old school hip hop that you you really big into or? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. No, no, I, I like all, but mm-hmm. I just love old school hip hop because to me that's when they really flowed with their rhymes. Yeah. You know, and it was 
just a rapid fire uh, on their part. And it had uh, meaning I, I, too. What's that? It had meaning. The music had meaning. Right, right, for sure. Know? I mean, I listen to today's music. I can relate to it because, like I said, that's part of what I do. I go mm -hmm. out, so, you know, you got to kind of listen to it and draw a beat. Um, and that's cool. You know, I can dig it. It's it's fine. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, old school any day. Yeah, me too. Me too. And old school R&B for me too. Right. <laughs> it's funny because my favorite artist um, is Prince. Mm. And and I was just actually listening to one of his songs when I was getting on the line with you. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it just, it puts me in a mood, um, just some kind of mood with him. When yeah. I listen to him, it's either when you want to just relax and, you know, he's got jazzy uh, music or if you mm -hmm. want to really put your thoughts together, then he's got other types of music, you know, another type of music. I mean, it just, I just totally feel him. Yeah, Prince was, he was, he was so advanced in his music and in, and his message. Like, I can still listen to a Prince song today and pick up on something that I didn't hear before. Right. Or hear a message in the music that I didn't hear before. Right. You know what I'm saying? So he was so, you know, advanced and he was he was a genius at what he did. So it's just crazy. It, thankfully, we can still listen to his music and enjoy his body of work. Oh, for sure. You know sure. what I'm saying? And um, he's got a shitload of albums. Oh, I don't know if I can curse. Sorry. You can. <laughs> but he's got a shitload of albums. Um, I have a lot of bootlegs. Oh, I shouldn't say that. You should say they're all, that. Oh, they're all, I don't have no more. I don't have no more. They're all cassette and, and DVD, uh, DVDs and CDs. Yeah, yeah. No one messes with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually want to visit his estate. I've been meaning to do it for a while. Right. But the Hard Rock here, when I go there, I, I, you know, they have his his guitar and stuff and a big photo of him there. And so he's and I've been to the Hard Rock in Panama, um, oh. Panama City, and they have his glove. Right. You know, so I think just about every Hard Rock property you go to, you'll probably see yeah, a little piece of him. You'll yeah. So I think that is so cool. Right. Um, but yeah, Prince is um. He's done. He was. He was just a phenomenal musician. He played multiple instruments. You know, yes, who yes. does that? Well, people do it today, but I mean, like, but not like that. Not yes, because you have to look at when he started out and what era. You know, of course, people do it now because they've seen it done. Right, right. You know, and you know, for him to go through those stages of owning his own music. Mm -hmm. You know, which was real big, of course. I mean, mm -hmm. look at the issues that musicians have now. And they know better. Exactly. They choose to go another route. Exactly. And I think it was Nas who was telling the story of wanting to work with Prince. Uh -huh. And Prince asked him if he owned his masters. And he told him no. And he said, well, when you own your masters, then come see me. You right. know, to that effect. Because he was so adamant about people owning their masters for owning sure. their music for sure he knew the value of it and the importance of it 
So I do believe it was Nas who was telling that story. So he was a big advocate for people owning their own stuff. You know what I'm saying? Their creation. Correct. And and from what I learned after he passed, he did so many charitable things and, and never attached his name to any of it. No one knew it was him behind doing all these things for people and for Correct. different charities. Correct. So, yeah, he, yeah, he's greatly missed. But I'm so happy that I witnessed, like I lived in this time to witness his music and to the videos and, and just the impact that he had. On, the, yeah. on everybody. So. Most definitely. You know, it, it took a lot of people to gravitate towards him because, you know, it was always between him and Michael, you know? Yeah. And a lot of people love Michael Jackson because he was more flashier, pop, you know? Yeah. Where Prince is, you know, down low, just... Yeah, yeah. He you was... know, he played his own music. You know, this is what I'm going to play. And if you listen to it, fine. If you don't, fine. Whatever. Right. He truly did not care because he was very confident in his body of work and he knew what he wanted to do and how he wanted to express himself. Right. You know, so... And that was the biggest thing with him. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. So, you know, it's it's cool that, again, we, we... we live to witness all of, even with Michael Jackson. Like, yeah, I went to Germany in Munich and I saw this huge, it was a statue and this shrine they had created for him in oh, Germany. Really? Yeah. I have a picture of wow. it <laughs> where he, it was just all of his photos from the Jackson five up through his adulthood candles. Like they created a shrine for him. And I was shocked. Like I happened to just walk into it. And nice. I was like, wow, here in Munich, like that's how he just, you know, touched Reached the world. Out, right, music. for yeah. sure. I feel like travel and music, they, you know, entertainment, all of that goes hand in hand. For sure. And they were entertainers. And I was talking to somebody else the other day about a tribe called Quest and all these different groups that were traveling way before social media was a thing. Right. You know, they were going to Japan, they were going to Europe, they were going all over the place to perform. And, you know, so they've been... And they were love, you know? Yeah. They didn't know English, you know, but they know the song. They I'm know like, the oh song. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> how do you... Okay, hey. They know the lyrics. You, That's the crazy <laughs> part. They know the lyrics, but to right. speak English is like... <laughs> it's funny. I, I Yeah, whenever I go to places and I... It's just funny. It's odd. I I get it, but it's funny. Oh my gosh, this was such a great conversation. And um, onthedecitylights.com is where people can find you and check out your site, right? That is correct. It will... uh, I have people working on it right now, so it'll be up by the beginning of January. Okay, where else can we find you? What other platforms are you on? Oh, on TikTok, uh, Under the City Lights. Also, mm-hmm. IG page. Uh, I have UTCL Food and UTCL mm-hmm. Nightlife. Uh, and, oh, okay. of course, Under the City Lights. Thank you so much for uh, joining me on my first episode for season two. I truly appreciate it. And I will definitely see you online on Instagram and TikTok. For sure. We'll see you soon. 
Thank you again, Kurt, for joining me on this episode. And to recap, you can find Kurt on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and YouTube at Under the City Lights. And I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the Let's Roam There podcast. Until the next time, stay curious and stay safe.